You're listening to a Mutiny Transmission. You can find more podcasts, videos, books, comics, and records online at mutinyinfocafe.com. Or just stop in the store in Denver and have a coffee sometime. You are such a geek. <laughs> what is a geek? And we are, okay, episode 201. We're still going, people. Broadcast Geeks coming to you from undisclosed locations. I deep am earth. I am deep deep in where? Deep beneath the earth. Mm. With the, your trio, Matt Oren. Jeff Albright. I actually am in a basement, so I am in the earth. Hey, I'm all basement, so I'm basement? in the basement. There you go. There you go. We're all underground. Oh, my God. Might have to come out soon with what's going on. And who else is there? You didn't announce yourself, MJ. Yeah, I did. I went before Jeff. Oh, I think he, got, I think he went out a little bit. Yeah, I got cut off. Oh well, hey, it's Mitch Jones. I'm here. Midnight, Mitch Jones, as it were. That is how you're logged into the the chat. Um, we we don't have a lot because not a lot's really happened since. However, there is stuff that has changed for me at least. Uh, one, should we we might as well start with Wandavision? Yeah, yeah, quality show. In monumental week in uh, Marvel television. Yeah, so let's let's talk about what happened for those that want to be spoiled. Episode five changed everything. So episode four was what? Rambo's story, right? And then episode five, who do we meet? Well, we meet an FBI agent, Jimmy Woo? No, he was in war. He's okay. the one that Rambo. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so him and Darcy Lewis oh, kind of with yeah. uh, being called the Maximoff Anomaly. Hell yeah. Yeah, we have Cat Denning, right? Yeah. Holy uh, cow. Basically, they find out that Wanda now has reality warping levels of power. Okay. Because they, they have it evidenced by um, Monica Rambo's uh, her clothes got changed. The one she was wearing when she went into the anomaly episode. Uh, that's right. Her, her 70s garb was like actually bulletproof because that's what she was wearing when she went in. Right. She was wearing a Kevlar vest. Yeah. So, so it appears that Wanda now has reality uh, altering powers. Wow. Which starts to suggest that any sort of human that's exposed to like a, an infinity stone keeps mutating so as it were you know mm-hmm. so wait her powers are mutating or she is i don't know i guess that kind of remains to be seen are you right. saying she's she's a mutant is what you're trying to tell me uh could be, could be. <laughs> well uh we might as well just throw it out there end of episode five quicksilver pietro shows up but it's not the one that uh maybe we were expecting was it not the one from age of ultron aaron taylor johnson no he was the kick-ass guy i found out yeah it's funny because were... evan also been kick-ass yeah he's, a... he's the what evan peters is kick-ass's friend in kick-ass yep that's right i learned that well i i, I realized that today uh, i saw somebody posted a meme about it and i'm sure we've all seen the same memes and it's uh yeah it's interesting because we get the evan peters one which implies implies that disney wants to bring in the x-men universe into the bigger picture after that sly dog kevin feige said that we wouldn't be seeing x-men characters in the marvel cinematic universe for quote a very long time do you think they could just be pulling a fast one though you know what i mean that it's, it's not like you know like matt said this it could be actually mephisto or you know just it, it's not actually him or... it depends on what are they what are they introducing are they introducing the next marvel show are they going to be introducing the next spider-man movie at some point here or well, are they introducing I, the next phase of Marvel. I read some real shit. Okay, so obviously it's probably going to tie into the Doctor Strange multitude of, you know, of madness, whatever, multiverse of madness. I read something today that Chris Evans is going to be in one of the upcoming movies, uh, whether it be Doctor Strange or Spider-Man, it could be. But mm-hmm. he's going to be playing um, Captain America again, young, the young version. And he's also going to be playing uh, Johnny Storm from... Ah. 
Fantastic Four. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And the other thing that makes this stuff even go way deeper down the well is there's a video floating around of uh, what who's who's the Pietro that shows up in WandaVision, his real name? Evan Peters. Is that Evan Peters. There's a video of him from 2019, and I think it was for uh, some press stuff for Dark Phoenix or whatever the hell that boring movie was I never watched. Um, <laughs> and I tried. I tried like twice. Um, it was just kind of disgraceful to the X-Men universe. But anyway, um, he's getting interviewed, and they ask him about, well, would he ever like him? There's him, and I think it was the girl who played Storm, possibly. And they're like, how would you, would you guys ever like to be, you know, your characters now in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? And he just, like, quits talking and won't make eye contact and just, like, looks down, looks around the room. So he knew. And, yeah, he knew that, is what people are saying. You can tell in the video that he knew then that it was already planned, um, that he was going to be the first one brought in. Because he gets really uncomfortable in the video. Like, oh, God, don't ask me about this. Yeah, I mean, his appearance has huge implications for huge, the, the bigger MCU. Huge. Yeah, man. But I don't think we'll be, I don't think we're going to be getting Hugh Jackman's triumphant return, unfortunately. No, you're right. Well, we're going to get a multiverse, right? Spider-Man's showing us that already. So yep. they're going to they're gonna work the multiverse into the bigger MCU and we'll get a Wolverine from a different a different Earth or something. Yeah, or they'll just like X-23 be the Wolverine. Right, that's a right. good one. That is a good one. That yeah. would be the way to go. Or you just get a young Hugh Jackman, you know, not Hugh Jackman, but Wolverine. Yeah, I, I you bring like him the from X. the multiverse, but it's yeah. like the 1800s or something. I like the X-23 better. I think that's, that's I, the direction that. they should go. He's totally they should, dope. They should not Here, retire Wolverine, but they should move on. Speaking of that, here's a weird thing. Uh, I saw on one of the uh, sites today, comicbookmovie.com, I believe, but Tom Holland was being interviewed about the new Spider-Man movie, and he said, uh, when asked about Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, excuse me, he said that they're not in the movie. And he's what? never, he's always been really coy, but he was like, he was like, you know, I, I love them and something, something, but he's like, I can tell you that these guys aren't in the movie. And if they are, he goes, I don't see how they would have hidden it from me. You know what I mean? He's like, but you know, we're really proud of the movie we're doing. And he's like, but I can tell you they're not in it. But I think he's, I think he's lying. Yeah. Yeah. They probably don't know. They probably haven't told him that, that they're in it until they, they've done it. Cause he, otherwise he jabs, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't, isn't Tom Holland like notorious for spoiling things? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He is. And I think maybe he's trying to go too opposite the other direction. Like, it's like, I'm definitely not spoiling this. And matter of fact, I'm going to equivocally deny it because it's so true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, why not? It's like, Kevin, guy can't like, be trusted. He's got snipe trained on him at all times. Yeah. Take him. <laughs> Take him uh, speaking of snipers and Spider Man, uh, I guess Keanu Reeves was offered the role of Craven the Hunter. Wow. Which would I be kind of cool. I would love that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't even know what to think about that. I don't, He's not the first person I would think of. Not um, at all. Not at all. But he'd probably be really good at it. You know what I mean? Um, my first person was, uh, and he's been in so many comic book roles kind of already. It's You don't want to overdo it. But uh, what's his name? Who plays Judge Dredd and The Boys? Oh, Carl oh, um, Urban. Urban. Carl Urban. Yeah, I always thought it would be a great Craven the Hunter. That's fair. Yeah, I could see that. Especially when he's got that beard. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Or a big old cop stash. You know what I mean? I feel like Jeffrey Dean Morgan would be good as him, but not Ooh. anymore, just because he's a little too oversaturated. Because I need well, him. yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. The same thing with um, Carl Urban. I don't want him to get too oversaturated. I mean, he's already been in, you know, he's in the, Mar- the MCU already. He died, but anyway. Yeah, that's right. He's Scourge. He's Scourge. Wait, isn't Craven? Uh, isn't this still under the whole, like, everything Spider-Man properties technically falls under Sony, and it wouldn't necessarily be the... Marvel Cinematic Universe, it'll be the Sony Marvel Cinematic right. Universe, or whatever the fuck they're calling that Morbius movie with Jared. <laughs> yeah, Morbius, Blade, anything Venom, Spider-Man, Craven, Sinister Six, anything like that is all Sony in collaboration with Marvel. You know what I mean? Cool. We haven't talked about uh, who, who owns property in a while. I know, because Disney bought everyone out. <laughs> well, exciting. yeah, there's not much out there. I mean, Sony's, they're smart for not selling i think you know yeah. back then i was like man they're idiots for not selling but now that i'm actually playing the stock market a little bit myself and <laughs> cryptocurrency and shit i'm like ah very good investment there sony spidey huh <laughs> who the fuck 
It's weird. I was doing a comedy show uh, this weekend, and I'm not gonna. I don't want to get into it because it was a soft opening. We're not technically open, but uh, one of the feature comedians was like, "Dude, you gotta buy Nintendo. You gotta buy Nintendo." And, and I was just like, "Yeah." And I was like, "I mean, I understand. It's Nintendo. It's a lot. You know, they're a huge corporation. Yeah, of course. Like, and you know, they've been around." He's like, "You would." He's like, "No, seriously, man." He's like, "It's only seventy five bucks a share. You, you don't even, and you don't have to buy a whole share of anything. I don't, not to like get into stock market, but he's like, get into it, get into it, man." He goes. You know why? Pokemon cards. Because Pokemon cards are about ready to come back and be the biggest thing again. He's going to make the value shoot up. <laughs> it was just so funny that it was just like, you know, two comedians and me being in a bartender position yeah. talking stocks, but it's like stoner stocks. You know what I mean? Dude, you yeah. got to get that Nintendo, bro. <laughs> and just like, dude, I invested in Doritos, Pepsi, and Nintendo this week. So good. So wait, are you, uh, are we allowed to talk about the club? Yeah, yeah, totally, man. Yeah. Fort, com- Fort Comedy? The Comedy Fort. Comedy Fort, okay. Yeah, Fort Collins, College Avenue, and Old Town, where Hody's used to be. And are uh, you bartending there? Yeah, dude. I'm one of the, there's only five actual staff members outside of D-Rod, the owner. And yeah, man, a couple of us are comedians, and a couple people are longtime uh, bar types, you know, managers, bartenders in the Fort Collins scene. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, and uh, we're just, we're doing, we're doing it. And the club is beautiful, and we did a, a run of shows this weekend to try to get you know the feel of the computer going down and getting the transition of shows that's the oh, toughest yeah. thing is clearing yeah. one room out getting the other room filled cleaning it got to sanitize everything all the time obviously and you know we we personally take everyone's temperature that enters the building yeah not right. just staff like every single person um if you come up to the bar because you're coming in to cat you know check in for your table we're taking your temperature yeah man and it's pretty uh, pretty smooth it's a uh, you know and I, I i can't speak for david but it's a lot like comedy works works you know you get in, you sit down, you get your drinks. Um, we do things a couple, little different where we don't have food and we don't have servers coming to, you know, ask you in the middle of the show if you need anything. You just scan in a QR code and it sends it to the bar and we bring your drinks to you. It's pretty, oh, pretty badass, man. That's fucking smart. Yeah. 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 So there is no, there's, there's really minimum, minimum people walking around. The so you place showroom. the order with your phone and, yep. and then it, it gets, it gets brought to you. Right, it sends it to, sends it to me at the bar and then um, I make the drinks put it on the bar and uh, we have a runner the person who runs the showroom runs them out hey that's um, really smart how to how to do that yeah and then and the best part is and I, you know I don't know if everybody out there wants to hear about this but uh, the best part is at the end of the night they can then close their tabs right then and there on their phones uh, without, without excuse me without us having to bring them a touch pad and them to right, touch it right. and us touching their credit cards and so it, it really removes all the handing around of items you know what I mean? Uh, it's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Does that mean no more check drop spot? Because that's always the worst spot to draw when you're in a comedy show. Yeah, there is no check yeah. spot. Yeah, there is no check drop. Fuck you, yeah. uh, because you also have the option if you want to stay after the show to because we have multiple bars. So you can actually go sit down, get a booth um, with the party that you're with. You know, you don't have to be wearing a mask unless you're at your table. Uh, but then you can sit down and actually have a couple drinks, talk about the show with your friends instead of having to be rushed out of the building right away um you are allowed to stay and hang out and have a couple drinks most barbecue is right next door so you can have barbecue brought over how big is the how big is the bar after the show like how many people can still hang out after the show oh you know i don't i can't i don't know the numbers right now because you do karaoke talk to db about that we talk i'm gonna do a lot i know they're already we're gonna already have a we're gonna have a burlesque is already gonna be a monthly thing Yeah, yeah um obviously there's gonna be an open mic when we get a little more calm on the covid and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know more vaccines and the numbers kind of go down and the levels go up as far as what you're allowed to do but yeah man it's going to be a fun little spot and the bar's going to be open to uh, just throughout the week for just a bar because right. it's a pretty cool spot man Jeff Tice is doing some um, some mural work right now of Carrie Fisher um, which is really really cool because uh, oh, yeah. she's say <laughs> that again I was like there's a person named Carrie Fisher well you said it's of Carrie Fisher yeah a uh, mural he's doing a mural inside of Carrie Fisher saying the comedy for because she did stand-up comedy and yeah it's just uh yeah it's a cool spot man a lot of a lot of comedians put a lot of hard work into it you know what i mean tobias livingston toby did a ton of construction work and just built everything and recycled everything he could to build something you know he'd tear down one thing and make it into a stage or tear down a wall make it into a something else it was just crazy man cool yeah man Sounds like if you're in fort collins that's uh so all our fort collins listeners that's that's <laughs> yeah dude it's, to hang out it's gonna be the place to be and it's it's, 
it's you know david did a lot of work and just looking into how comedy clubs uh what works and what doesn't you know what i mean and trying to kind of take a little bit and what he learned and man make a killer club man i'm just really uh just like super super like thrilled to be a part of it you know because like i said it's a very minimum staff and uh, i'm just thrilled that they brought me in man totally stoked speaking of staff so i got a question that's completely unrelated to that but is there so there's a doctor strange movie coming out this year or next i mean should i get confused now and everything's coming out black widow hasn't even come out yet so that's a good point is going to be out May of this year, apparently, as according to what the calendar says. Okay, Black Widow in May in the theaters or on? Yeah, they. Have, from what I read, they have no interest in releasing it streaming first. They want it in theaters. They want butts and seats. I mean, HBO is showing that it doesn't necessarily have to, right? I don't know. Let's see. The problem with Wonder Woman was that it just. I, I don't. Well, why no, did it, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I don't mean to say I did that. See I meant, it. I meant my. Was, just the reviews yeah i saw it and it was it was good uh the thing is is that it, it really it should have been so much better and one of the reasons i was put off from it is because they kind of weakened her femininity a bit and and that really disturbed me because the they're the, they're much sh- stronger than that like she's pining over <laughs> chris pine for how long and just sure she's confused about her feelings and this and that and i, I don't know i didn't i didn't like the, the way they treated the character i don't i don't think it was very feminine and strong uh which is what diana is and represents and i yeah i i was a little put off by it what, what did you think about it mitch and matt so what you're saying is wonder woman is good but it can be better yes i'll uh our boy the mando pedro pascal it's weird that you say that it's not as you know there's not a lot of femininity because this this last one uh wonder woman 84 was actually written by patty jenkins no well so, disney disney did uh assert themselves not Disney, um, Warner Brothers asserted themselves over her. And she had suggestions that they were just like, oh, that's a good idea. But no, we're going to do this. I think that was on the first one. Oh, she was talking about 84. Yeah, I read they did it to her on this one as well. She kind of got stepped all over. And it's it's not necessarily a lack of femininity, because obviously um, what's her name's character? Cheetah. Uh, she, that's, you know, she embraces it. I'm talking about the so- inherent strength that, that Diana has as a, an, an Amazon as Themyscarin as a daughter of a god. Um, I want to ask what I want to ask about because I, I I haven't seen it yet. But the obvious big thing online was everybody got upset about kind of the I hate to use that word, but the rapey aspect of what she does as far as Chris Pine is brought back in another man's body. Yes. and they they have consensual sex, but it's not the man's body. You know what I mean? So it's like the guy who's actually whose body that is isn't consensually consensually conceptually doing you know what I mean? it's the world we yeah. live in people are going to complain about these things right or wrong right. um but i guess did you did you even think about that while watching um you know no not not really not more than wow she's having sex with some dude and sees her dude um but yeah i didn't i didn't think of it from that perspective and if i did you know i still even though it's wrong i mean obviously the guy's not going to care about it and i i, I guess the thing about it too is that's a very that's a very 80s movies kind of thing right you know what i mean and a lot of that that's fair so i don't know if that was part intentional like well these this is what happened in 80s movies you you know you tricked someone into thinking you were their older brother or you know just weird science or porkies or these movies like that where yeah nerd, uh, yeah. nerds yeah revenge of the nerds i i don't really care for chris pine but i did like him i did I thought he was good in this movie i didn't like max lord i don't think they did a very good well i don't know uh he he caved too quickly like i wanted more maniacal than and this, what they gave us. That's Pedro Pascal's character? Yes, yes. He was, I mean, it was interesting. It was an interesting power. I mean, it, was, it was an entertaining movie, uh, but they still, they still can't fucking get it close to what Marvel is doing with these movies. And, and I'm not saying it should be the same big action thing, but they already did a bunch of big action in it, and they're just executing the story terribly. <laughs> it's just it's just so distressing to see DC fail like that. God. Yeah. Speaking of Marvel, and I don't know, it was kind of late and I was watching on my phone, but I had this like yearning last night to watch Endgame and um, just uh, the two movies, you know what I mean? 
mean back to back Avengers movies. And there's this scene with Spider Man and Iron Man, and I don't even remember who else is in it. And it, it just it looks like it's already aged badly. I guess is my thing. Really? Like to me, I just looked like I was watching two heads float around, complete green screen. It almost felt like the prequels a little bit, where huh. I'm watching Tom Holland's head and Robert Downey Jr.'s head, but literally everything else on the screen. And there's a lot of practical effects in in uh, those movies, particularly the the brothers. You know what I mean? So I'm not saying that, right? But it just it just feels like they're already kind of aging badly. That look, the kind of the Marvel look. Hmm. I don't know. Or, or or as someone said, it, it almost feels like you're there's a fine line between the Marvel Cinematic Universe and ABC Television look. You know what I mean? Like that hmm. kind of the way things are shot. I don't know. And I, Marvel does an incredible job, but I just think at, I just remember looking at those movies in a theater and you're like this looks so real, and then watching them again and again, and now I'm like, eh, it does feel kind of green screeny, and I don't know. Anyway, let's move what, on. What were you saying, Mitch? I I always have been a big proponent that I think earlier, like especially on the Iron Man armor, it looks so much better in the older movies. But once you get to like, yes and everything, it starts to look a little goofy, in my opinion. Yeah, that's I guess that's what I'm saying. Earlier on, it yeah, oh God, Iron Man one to me feels like it's a real movie that really happens in life, and everything right. about it looks like fucking real. Um, yeah. Endgame and Infinity War. By the time, yeah, and all the nanotech armor, and then he gives that nanotech stuff to Spider-Man, and it just gets a little, yeah, yeah. Where I just feel like you're, you're just seeing their heads float around. Yeah, I can see that. But, I mean, Matt, you didn't like uh, Pedro Pascal and Wonder Woman. I did not think he was, a, I didn't, yeah, I, I thought it, it, his character could have been better. I don't know. Uh, he, you know, he's he's looking for all this power. He's looking for whatever he's looking for, and, and he knows he's actively pushing his son away and because he, he realizes like it'll work out it'll work out and then later you know just all of a sudden he just caves because of his of his son which you know i think the story is meant to be good and dc just they're they're not doing it they're not writing good stories for these movies i don't i don't know i don't know what my my gripe is i i was just i remember watching it and like it was it was all right like i was i was almost disappointed because i wanted it to be awesome and it wasn't you're uh you maxwell lord your review wonder woman 1984 is good but it can be better yes but it can be better oh that's right that's what you were saying fair enough i mean yeah it is kind of weird that she bangs that dude that has no control over it there's definitely some issues nothing he's gonna wake up and be complaining i'm saying you know you're like oh shit. You know. no but that's not the point the point it is she should have respected that person's yeah. body well i think even not even her, yeah i mean but just the writers how did it get that far that you know i don't know but it does no feel one, very kids easy. don't think of it kids aren't thinking about it because it wasn't they just they slept but you know it wasn't like they were they were wearing clothes and they don't really show them in the uh right. for very long so you don't really think about the fact like oh they had sex well i wouldn't ask you matt you said dc's doing you know this bad job or whatever they just kind of always trip on every movie it's like it's almost good and then they fuck up somehow is it do you think it's a dc thing or do you think it's more of a warner brothers issue are there too many non-dc like too many non-comic book people that work at warner brothers that maybe you know have their fingers in the pot mm, i don't know i feel like that's a better question for nate balding or mitch i do think that it, it uh, probably a lot of it has to do with warner brothers warner brothers executives but i feel like when when dan didio was was running things and having say that they were still just fucking up I, you I don't guys, know. now neither one of you watched the joker yet have you no, I've seen it. yeah oh okay i thought you guys were just like nah i'm never gonna watch it okay no we, we watched it Ugh. mitch did know. you i know mitch you held out for a long time right did i watched it on uh i watched that i had like a, a dc movie binge one weekend where i watched joker i watched aquaman and i watched birds of prey and did I you? Got birds of prey liked it more than i expected to because it kind of felt like it was a feature film adaptation of the harley quinn animated series uh, universe i could see so that retroactive goodwill towards that like even though i didn't really like suicide squad i did like birds of prey did like command's okay but it's like a million years long like, i've never like, been able to finish it that's the thing i cannot finish it i liked aquaman actually i i did i enjoyed it i i, did, I liked it too but once you get to like the two hour and 30 minute mark still have to go do the fight in the trench you're like jesus oh, right. god that, yeah. that's fair at the same time i can make that same type about uh end game or anything else so yeah. I, I i didn't care for i didn't think birds of prey was that great either like i loved i loved I suicide like 
Squad. Suicide Squad, I thought was great. I enjoyed it a lot. I didn't, I didn't love Birds of Prey. Like there were parts of Birds of Prey that were awesome. I, I think again, they, they, they did a really poor job of uh, realizing these, these women characters. I don't know. It man. felt a little too like the little girl, and it felt a little like Deadpool too, a little bit too much. Like her wanting in the little girl's relationship, and Deadpool and the mm-hmm. fire starter kid or whatever he was. I don't know. I, I just I wanted more out of it. I think I kept thinking I was watching Suicide Squad too. Like so, in my mind, I kept waiting for Suicide Squad members to show up, and I was just like, okay. And I was like, wait, this is not a Suicide Squad movie. This is a Harley Quinn movie, or more to more to say, more to the point, a Birds of Prey movie. Yeah. Well, now they're gonna like basically reset that universe because you got James Gunn's The Suicide Squad coming. Right. And there were pictures out today of Jared Leto's Joker, uh, his scenes that he shot, um, in the- and, and he has no tattoos. In the Snyder Cut? Yeah, in the Snyder Cut. Um, he has no tattoos on his face. And and I don't I mean, this, probably, I, this isn't spoilery because nothing's really confirmed. But wh- what they're thinking is, is the shots are from the future and he, from the, the Batman, what are the, those scenes called when Batman's having that future dream where he's fighting the parademons and shit. Nightfall? The, yeah, well, yeah, whatever it is. The Nightmare Batman, I think they call it. And they're gonna, that's where the Joker's gonna be. So it's a future Joker that's had the, either his tattoos removed. There's a lot of scars on his face so he could have cut them off. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But um, yeah, gonna, yeah the, the pictures are pretty cool. The thing is, though, he looks more like, they're trying to make it look like Heath Ledger Joker. Or not Heath Ledger, but uh, well, almost more like Heath Ledger Joker. They ledgerized him. Yeah. <laughs> or even the Joker that was just a Joaquin Phoenix one. I and mean, that's that's what I was trying to get at the beginning. Mitch, what was your thought on that movie, that movie after waiting so long to see it? The Joker. It's okay. I mean, I've always been of the philosophy that's just like, I can't root for the Joker because he's a piece of shit. Uh, you know, I can't root for a villain. I'm, I've never really been the kind of guy that would be, you know, I can find villain sympathetic or whatever, you know, when they write him that way, but I've never really been one to be like, oh, I like the Joker, this homicidal maniac clown. Yeah. Right. So you did find yourself in that movie rooting for him in some way. Uh, not really. He's kind of annoying, to be honest. Well, yeah, but totally. I, it was kind of a, it's a, it's a, th- a think piece on, uh, you know, stigma of mental health and everything. Yeah. But to you, you weren't watching like the Joker. That wasn't like, <laughs> it was just like a kind of an art piece you know what i mean singularity no wait yeah. a minute. sorry go ahead no finish up i was going to respond to a, a, a former a previous question go ahead oh, i was just gonna say that i'm always of the school of thought that the joker as a persona like the person who becomes a joker can definitely be older than batman but the persona of the joker cannot predate his fateful encounter with batman where basically he creates his own nemesis right hmm. i would yeah i think that sounds pretty good i i don't know i like the movie I I don't think you ever really root for him per se, but you root for a person that would go through what he's gone through. And you, you know, you find yourself kind of rooting for him only because he's doing what needs to be done at one point. But the problem is, is that he's still a shitty person. And then he does things that are completely fucked up. And, and, and that's the, the thing with, he's like a, um, a reflection of Batman in a way where they, they both have similar, uh, I don't want to say tendencies, um, but extremes. You know, they 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 both have a certain perception of how they do things. They're like two sides of a coin. And I think that this character, though, it's like, yeah, you know, you can you can relate, you could understand what he's going through, um, and, and and why maybe he does some of the things that he does. But he's also a shitty person, and that's ultimately what wins is that he's a shitty person, so he becomes an even even worse monster whereas you know batman is has really good intentions but he's still a monster i hate to say yeah i mean there were i did uh kind of sympathize with him when he wrote that joke and he went to that club and he performed that joke that he thought was fucking hilarious yeah and he in his mind it goes off really well but then he sees like a clip of it and he's just like eating shit <laughs> oh yeah that, yeah some of the comedian stuff that obviously you know i'm like crazy i'm so weird yeah yeah I, it was it was a good movie I don't. I don't know. It was uh, a I mean, one-time I, watch. I've only watched it once. It was enough. Yeah, it's not I something I need to put my through self again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't but know anyway, what else? Yeah. What did we talk? What else are we watching? Like Mitch said, there's really not a lot out there. 
WandaVision. Oh, I never really said what I thought. I think, is it okay to jump back to that point? Jump back to whatever. Well, because I think that, and this, and it even kind of goes with the Wonder Woman thing, that I think Mephisto wants her babies. Uh, So I think what's going on is he has somehow gotten her to create this world and basically get pregnant, uh, a la, you know, Simi Skywalker, um, and have two children without actually being pregnant or, you know, conceiving. And then he wants them for Wiccan and Speed are their names, right? In the in the comic books, I believe. And he wants them for his doing. Um, that's kind of what I think is going on. That's like, I mean, I definitely know that Catherine Hahn's got to be in on it, right? She is a, from what I understand, her character's name is like really close to a, a witch in Marvel Comics that is kind of like goes on both ways, like good and bad sometimes. And I would, I can't remember why it's, it's like whatever, whatever her character's name is, it's like really close to that. And when she, and her rabbit that was in that one episode would be her son in that's being punished right now by Mephisto and he's turned into a rabbit. And so it's, there's a lot of weird shit, but that's what I'm kind of like reading and kind of seeing there's, you know, there's like a scene where they show the first, the toaster in like episode one or two in the commercial for Stark. It's the Stark, the Stark toaster. And it's got this little like cool, you know, a little swirly design on it. But if you flip it upside down, it's a 666. And there's just like all these little like just weird satanic like kind of symbols undertones everywhere um that if you really really look for them they're they're hidden like the color the color red being one of the only colors you could see at the beginning things like that yeah so so according to this wikipedia mephisto is a notable arch enemy of johnny blaze and also interacts with dr strange and spider-man so are we thinking that if they introduce it here he's going to show up in one of the so could he be introducing not introducing but getting helping getting established the the next phase you know it just hit my brain was it i think it was uh, who plays wanda i'm sorry because i'm so like freaking out right now um, um olsen elizabeth olsen yeah did was it her that said the season finale luke's it's going to be like luke skywalker epic the person they're going to have on on the season finale oh, what I, if don't, it's, I don't know one of the people on the show i think it was her said it's going to blow your mind when you see the person we have on in the season finale that's like our super secret guest um no it was paul bettany paul bettany said it he said he's like just he's like to be working with someone like this and blah 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 he was getting all like gushy about it and uh he's just he said let's just say it's very it's luke skywalker level cool and my first thought just now was like what if it's nicholas cage ghostwriter whoa no shit feels like i'm a ghost fire but i'm good yeah i saw that line the multiverse i saw that line the other day i was flipping channels and it was on and and then he said that line and it made me think of you. I wish I had messaged you then. Oh, that's so awesome. Those are on the Disney. I think one of them is on, I think Ghost Rider 1 is on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, should we start the rumor that Nicolas Cage is going to be uh, showing be, up? Uh, it would be interesting, man. And then if we're right, think about it. Our numbers will go through the roof. Yeah, that's right. We'd be like the dogie of podcasts. The, the, it could be cool, though, that if they use a character like this to set up the next universe. And I don't know, I haven't read into the, any of the, the theories, but I, I see a lot of people in some of my groups talking about maybe Secret Invasion. Um, well, that's that's a show that's coming. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's Secret Ben Mendelsohn. Okay. It's uh, Sam Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn as uh, the Krieg, or not Krieg, Scroll. Is it Scroll? Uh, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a Scroll. Yeah. Well, that's all exciting. I'd like to see what, what happens with Marvel next, especially when, you know, things get a little bit more manageable in the world. Yeah, I mean, it seems like everything's filming right now as far as movies and shows and yeah and so seems like a lot of stuff's coming down the pipe obviously mm-hmm. they they know we need them so <laughs> we need it we need it that is fair so yeah what else what else we got I don't know. I uh, I kind of just uh, just been all about that Wandavision. It's been really good. I watched yeah, but- uh, I watched the brothers again. That's one of those movies for me where it's like if it's on TV at any point, like no matter how far in or like close to the beginning it is, I have to just sit there and watch it. Which one is it? The Blues Brothers. It's like you're on oh, a okay. mission from God. Yeah, one of the best musicals of all time. Yeah, that's a good one. I, 
that's a good one. I haven't watched that one too much. I mean, I always wanted to get into it. It's filmed, a lot of it is filmed in Chicago areas where I kind of knew growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was so adult when I was a kid that I just like didn't ever watch it. Same here. Uh, my, yeah. Well, my movie then, if we're going to do that, my movie like that is fucking Jaws, man. If Jaws is on, or Rock, either one of those two, if they're on the television, I, I can't move. I literally have to sit there and watch. Starship Troopers. Okay, I don't know if I've ever seen that movie all the way through. I've seen that movie so many times. It's what it's the movie like when you're flicking on cable and it's on. Just sit and watch it. Oh, that's awesome. All right. So good. Neil Patrick Harris is in it and he's wonderful. Oh, there's a lot of people in it. Yeah. Yep. Jake Busey. Jake Busey's in it. It's great. Great movie. Well, you know, sometimes you just have to sit there and watch it. Even you know, I've seen it a million times. I can fucking quote it with my eyes closed. But for some reason, just if it's on, I gotta watch it. It's like thing. Completely understandable. Weird science also. I don't I don't want to make my list too big, but that's a fun one. God, I love that movie so much. When Mitch said I can quote it, I used to be able to do that literally almost the whole movie. Like just out of curiosity. Have have any of you guys I asked this last time possibly, but have you watched have you guys watched Cobra Kai? No. Okay. I've tried twice and I I can't. It's okay. Uh, I get it. I just can't it doesn't grab me. I loved it. That last season was fantastic. It's it's so good. It really is. It's it's amazing how they took, you know, like I don't know. I saw I guess the three karate kid movies. Oh, I remember the first two. Um, and what was I don't remember the third. I didn't see the third one, or I did see it, but it didn't leave a mark. Um, but they got three, four solid seasons out of this show based on those first two movies, and I'm I'm all in. I I think the show has been great. And they bring everybody back from what I saw, like Elizabeth. Anyone Shoe they can. Yeah. 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 Wait. So isn't Karate Kid three the one with Hillary Swank? No, I think no, that's, that's four. four. Three is the one where he goes to Japan, I believe. No, that's two. Three what? is where he trains under like a different sensei, and I think he joins Cobra Kai. No, no, oh, no, man. What's I'm the one with you. the guy? Okay, which which one's the one with the guy who looks like the fake Steven Seagal? That's three. Okay, that's three. Okay, but Mr. Miyagi's in that one. Yes. Two oh, is where Daniel. he goes to Japan and meets, uh, what's her name? Kimiko? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, she comes back, right? Yep. And the guy that he fought. Uh, uh, I forgot his name. Wow, that's pretty cool. I'm trying. It's it's so good. We loved it. We I just I really like Johnny. I like his character. He's so flat. He's so one-dimensional. And then you just see him grow. And uh, I think they do a good job with it. He really means well. Is Johnny like the bad guy from the original? Yeah. Put him in a body bag. <laughs> Johnny, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's the one who, who fights him. And uh, yeah, it's great. So yeah, Karate Kid Part 3. Yeah, I don't know what happens, but he uses another guy. And he, I think, makes... Oh, here we go. So when Mr. Miyagi refuses to train Daniel, even under threat, the boy makes the mistake of turning to Terry, who is a, a plant from Crease, who is training uh, Cobra Kai, and he trains That's him. right. That's right. Yeah. And then there's that scene where Daniel finds out, and then they beat him up and throw him out, and then Mr. Miyagi comes and then breaks all the lights and then whoops them all. <laughs> them all. That's right. Yeah. I was just reading about shit. Pat Morita, and apparently he had a really bad drinking problem. Yeah, he was a bad alcoholic. Oh man, that's funny. Well, not not that he's an alcoholic, but when I was a kid, I was like little karate kid, man. I started taking it. My parents made me do it. I was the first person ever in my dojo to skip a belt because I was like so good at the shit. <laughs> it was hilarious. I didn't even want to do it. They were like, "You got to go to karate." I'm like, "Man, I don't want to go." Like, you got to go, and I'd go and just like whoop ass and like just learned everything really quick. And we were moving from one town in Indiana to another. And I remember when we told the sensei, they were like, "Well, we're you know we're moving." to Fort Wayne and he pulled my parents into the office and me and they were like look you have you have a serious your child is seriously gifted and you need to you know it was so stupid and all my parents and I were like no I mean we don't even get fucked like we're just doing this to make him do something and he was like no there's a tournament at the Coliseum downtown Fort Wayne and you need to enter and dude he was trying to and there was no internet so he couldn't do it you know and he was like I'm gonna pay for your entry fee and I'm gonna come to Fort Wayne and we're gonna win and I was just like a kid I was like dude I gotta think about going to a new school dude i give no fuck about karate oh it was so funny 
It was so funny, dude. I was in middle school. We should film oh, a movie God. about that. That sounds awesome. Oh, dude, it was so funny. I was I, just like, don't give no fucks. My girls do capoeira, and that's like a Brazilian dance martial art. Oh, nice. Yeah, they love it. Dude, I just can't believe we've been friends all these years, and you've never told us that you were <laughs> I think I brought it up before, like, but but Jake's like a pro fighter, so I think I was just too embarrassed to even talk about it. Like, we didn't know you went to the... You, we didn't know you were going to go to the All Valley... Karate. Yeah, dude, it, it was just like that. It was like the all. He was like, it's at the downtown Fort Wayne Coliseum. And I was just like, oh shit. That's where the semi pro hockey team plays, dude. You know what I mean? Like, oh shit. And I, I got sick to my stomach. I remember the feeling like, that's a lot of pressure, bro. You know what I mean? I've seen the karate kid. That's what I remember in my mind. Like, I don't want to move to the town and then have to throw my bike away. Right. Fucking, you know what I mean? Just like, just hate everyone hates me and shit. Which is God. Russo? Pretty much, man. That's what happened. That's crazy. Like, I didn't do karate ever again. I never took it again after that. I was like, I'm done. That's amazing, dude. So you were dude. a little karate kid. I was like a football jock. Mm-hmm. Like cyborg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, and we can wrap it up after this, but uh, Cyborg, Ray Fisher, he's out of the movies. Yeah, I mean, he's got a real big problem with, what's his name, Jeff Johns? Because apparently they just had, uh, and I guess there's a lot of corroborating evidence with this where they just had like really shitty behavior on the set of Justice, Justice League. League and yeah. also Johnson. I don't know. What do you mean yeah. he's out of all movies? He's like, quit making movies? He's done no, with Warner Brothers. In relation to Warner Brothers and yeah. Walter. Uh, right. Is he still going to be in the Snyder Cut? Well, yeah, yeah like- they already got him. Uh, he, he was supposed to be in the Flash movie, though, and now he's not going to be. Oh, wow. Or they cut it uh, a bunch. Whatever it is, he's severed ties, I believe, with Warner Brothers over Jeff Johns' allegations and uh, what was the other guy's name? Walter Amada. Amada. That's right. Yeah. He wouldn't say the big thing about people saying, excuse me, I have the hiccups. He won't say booyah in any, he was like, he'll never say booyah in a movie. Excuse me, yes, Cyborg. And I was like, that sucks. Oh, because he says it on Teen, Teen Titans and all? Oh, dude, we've, I've been watching so much Teen That's all Daniel wants to watch. Yeah, my girl's it's like Teen that, Titans, man. dude. It's just that song. He gets off the couch. He starts dancing. Yep. Knows all the words. We watch every episode. Excuse me. Over and over and over again. It's so funny. Are you talking Teen Titans or Teen Titans Go? The, what is the, the one where they're littler? The smaller ones. Teen Titans Go, I guess. Go. Yeah, I yeah. love Titans Go, man. It's, it's so fun. It's so fun. Yeah, no, it's so fun, dude. I watched this one where it was, it was like a Teen Titans Go-a-thon. And... It was like the it was like an American Idol, but it was the next like super the next DC superhero star or whatever. And oh, the two just, groups were fighting over it. Over who was it? It was like a Bumblebee. No, um, all right, keep going. I I I've seen a bunch as well. Yeah, it's uh I don't know. There's like a dance competition one, and like Cyborg and Beast Boy do this dance interpretation that's based off of the Fugitive. <laughs> <laughs> But also, it's weird because I watched all this Teen Titans go, and then I watched on Cartoon Network, I watched a severely, like, commercial uh, cut-up version of Justice League. Oh. I got Whoever cut that movie up for Cartoon Network made it really enjoyable to watch, even though it was, like, every fucking two seconds. Oh, you know, he was so excited to get that job, too. Like, dude, I get to edit this movie the way I want it. Just perfectly did it around all the commercial breaks. The Nelson cut. <laughs> Yeah. Tim Nelson. <laughs> I have released the Nelson cut. It's on Pluto or comedy. No, it's on Cartoon Network. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. I mean, there's definitely some bullshit about that movie. Like, you know, whenever they show Wonder Woman, it's always like, you know, her butt's like a super big focus on it. And it's like, eh, quit perving on Gal Gadot, man. Uh, or there's that scene where Ezra Miller flash like trips and falls on Wonder Woman. And his her face is like in her boobs and stuff. You know, that was one of those scenes where they were like, Gal Gadot was like, I don't want to film that. That sounds awful. I don't I want to be any. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like Scarlett Johansson with Joss Whedon. And they just fucking filmed it with an extra playing Wonder Woman and put it in the movie. Huh. Did Wait, you yeah. say an ass, an ass, an ass, extra? No, this is when Flash like falls and his face is like inner tits. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, Gal Gadot was like, I'm not filming that. And so then when they were doing the dailies on film or whatever, they had an extra like, you know, or not an extra, like a, a stunt double or stand in or whatever Wonder Woman do the part because if you see
see that scene, like her face is like away from the camera. And then when they like cut to her, when they're getting up, they cut to Gal Gadot. Yeah. So, I mean, there's definitely some shit where it's just like, okay, well, was fucking Josh Whedon like fucking around being kind of pervy on this? Oh, that was, yeah, that would suck. I don't know. I mean, are you really, I'm kind of sick and tired of hearing about the Snyder cut. I just want it to be out. I want it to be either good or I want it to be fucking hilariously bad. Yep. I agree. I think it's going to be good. I don't think it's good. I think it's going to be better. And therefore people are going to say it's good. Right. I don't think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be good. I mean, it's, it's Snyder. That's just my, you know, my opinion. Excuse me. Got the hiccups guys. I should probably keep muting. Fucking horrendously bad. And all the DC fanboys are going to be like, see, this is what a fucking superhero movie is supposed to be about. Yeah. I I don't want all the, the Snyder bros to be like, yeah, you know, we told you. And then this, the, no, no, come on. Like he's made a few good movies. Uh, the rest aren't good at all. And it's, it's kind of bothersome. I mean, I, I liked, I liked the Watchmen. Uh, I thought it was, I thought it was fine. I, I enjoyed it and I liked the style because the comic book, it, it lent itself well to it. And I thought Dawn of the Dead remake was, was also pretty good. Yeah. I'm not a zombie guy, but Dawn of the Dead was fucking awesome. I saw that in the theater, man. And I, I, I absolutely love that movie. That scene where right at the beginning where the, they're dropped. Excuse me, they're driving away and the zombie comes out of the house. Yeah. And he sees the one person and just like veers off at him. I remember just being on the edge of my seat when that happened. Yeah, and 300 was fine. 300 was was, was a fun movie. So yeah, I, I mean, the guy's put out good movies, but he hasn't put out good uh, DC stuff lately. So it's just like, quit, just move on, do something else. I don't know. I kind of like Man of Steel. As a Superman movie or as a movie? Uh, I like it as both. Yeah, I like it as a Superman movie. I don't at all. I like it as a, as a movie about an alien, but when it's about specifically Superman, I struggle with it. So you're more of a Christopher Reeves or Brandon Routh in Superman Returns Superman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say so. I, I just think that there are certain things about Superman that you, uh, like, I don't like Superman. He's not my favorite character at all. But one of the things I, you know, the thing I don't like about, the things I don't like about him are, are what make him inherently him. And uh, he is the Boy Scout. And I, I don't know, there are certain things that I don't really think are up for too much interpretation. I'm not saying I'm a purist. I just think that that's one of them because otherwise uh, he doesn't have, you know, he needs that line. Superman needs that line because otherwise he's hot. He's uh, what's his name? Highlander or not Highlander. Um, Homelander. What, Homelander. And yeah. I don't want to see that. Yeah. Uh, the, the most Superman thing that has ever, he's that he's done in any of these new DC movies is the part in justice league where was it? Steppenwolf saying something about he's like it's when they're at the final battle when they're about to join all the mother boxes or whatever yeah and it's like you will see the truth and then from off screen Superman's like I'm a big fan of the truth but also I'm a fan of justice and then he like yep. punches him yeah I don't know that seems like the most Superman thing that to Superman in those movies I would I would concur I would concur with that I I, I don't know and maybe at this point I'm also just like just get it out because I'm tired of hearing Snyder's name yeah I mean hey, if you hate Superman, but are interested somewhat in the character, I cannot recommend enough the book All-Star Superman. Yeah, I read it. Yeah, I, I read a lot of Superman. Like, uh, he's he's a good character to have because he makes other characters look better. I just, I was never a huge fan of the character of Superman, and it's always fun to dislike him. He's like Tom Brady or something. <laughs> that's, that's what I think of, you know? Like, I dislike those two people. Kind of on principle. I mean, speaking of uh, you know, like, All-American characters and Tom Brady and this just jarred my memory you guys saw that trailer for Falcon and the Winter Soldier right? Yeah, I was working so I need to rewatch it I remember seeing it on the television and get really excited but I was kind of like trying to ring somebody out or I don't remember what happened but I couldn't really focus on it and I didn't go back and rewatch it. Oh I shared it in the chat if you scroll up a little bit it's the one that's a little bit more complete than what they showed on TV Yeah, but man I cannot wait for that so allegedly you know, nine episodes of WandaVision and then we're going to have a one one week break and then we get right into the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Zemo? About a secret episode of WandaVision, like a secret 10th episode of WandaVision that's going to fill the gap between the two shows. Just a rumor, but uh, I don't know. I I mean, even if a week off is, I'm excited that we're just kind of 
we are on a modified Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, home. The take the at the take home edition of Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I thought the preview looked cool. Who's the bad guy going to be in that? Zemo. Baron Zemo. Also, uh, he's going to have his hood too, which is going to be cool. Uh, U.S. agent is basically the United States government sanctioned version of Captain America. Uh-huh. So basically, I think what's going to happen is even though Steve gave the shield to Sam at the end of Endgame, basically the government's going to be like, yeah, well, we're the U.S. government. This is technically our shield, so we get to pick who is the actual mantle of Captain America. Who was the dude in Jessica Jones that was, like, trying to, like, he was taking all the drugs to be the good guy? Malcolm? Oh, Nuke? Okay, so that's not the same as U.S. agent, right? It's not the same character? Oh, wrong guy. I'm I'm thinking it's mouse. He's in the same comics. Nuke and U.S. Agent come from the same project to recreate the Super Soldier Serum. Okay, but they're not the same character. No. Uh, they're not the same character. It'd be weird. It'd be cool if they tie it together, but I don't think... I mean, I don't know. I think the Netflix view is kind of dead on arrival at this point. We'll see. There's been rumors. Yeah, yeah it sounds like everybody... I mean, Charlie Cox is coming back, and Jessica Jones is going to be back, um, from what I'm hearing. You know what? I have complete faith in Marvel doing TV shows. I would love to see a Heroes for Hire show with Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Yeah, I feel like that boat already sailed. Like, I think I think that boat sailed because I don't think they did a good enough job introducing uh, Iron Fist. Had they done it as a Heroes for Hire and combined him with Luke Cage, I think it would have been much better. Yeah. But I said that when it came out. What about old Johnny Bernthal as uh, Punisher? He should totally be the Punisher. At this point, I think he is the most definable character uh, actor to be that role. Don't you agree? That, that's who I read about. He's the one that they say that he's already in talks about coming back. And it'll be a, a reboot from the Netflix show, or it won't be connected at all. But he's going to be the Punisher still. So. I hope so. I thought he was wonderful. Yeah, he did a great job. Unless they try to, like, I don't know, there's all these <laughs> from society to uh, kind of retire the Punisher as a character because he's been his symbol's been co-opted by all those fucking idiots that are like white supremacists. Yeah, I think now that uh, I'm sure 45, 45 is gone, that, that heat is dying down. You know what I mean? Well, I think if but. they do bring him back, he'll address it as a character. That would be the smart thing to do. They should have Frank Castle just start wasting crooked cops with his logo on him and all these white supremacists they keep using the skull logo. Yeah, that might not go over too well. And that's happened in the comics. We've shared some panels in our group chat about uh, Punisher you're telling cops to chill and not use this symbol and and he's not about what they there was just i remember a couple panels we shared that nate brought up they've already touched on this in the comics it's basically the scene in the dark night where it's just like what makes us any different from you and he's like i'm not wearing hockey pants <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh that's all awesome right. well all right guys well we did a good one yeah yeah we filled the void we should have you all spread the word about us we'll get it out there more you know it's a, it's a mutual relationship. You all love us. We'll give you what you love. Yeah, um, share and subscribe uh, on broadcast underscore geeks on Instagram at broadcast geeks. Broadcast geeks on Facebook. Uh, look yeah. for our art, uh, the Hulkula, uh, half Hulk, half Dracula, drawn by Werewolf Radar's own Jordan Dahl. Listen to uh, Werewolf Radar and hear our old pal Nate Balding and Roger Norquist talk about stuff. Also, hey, write us in, you know, tweet us or add us or whatever, and tell us a movie that you see that's on no matter what point it is that you have to sit down and watch us tell us what your movie is mine blues brothers or iron man yeah matt uh, yours was uh, starship troopers or the jacksons and american dream or the ten commandments oh damn that's a great one yeah all good mine was rocky and jaws yeah jaws and rocky all right with that we say excelsior, excelsior.